Good morning, guys. Welcome to Hammond Audio. I had a friend come over last night for tea. We were talking about their life and their current situation, and I found myself saying something that I wanted to share here. Because this person, when we were talking about sort of what they, I asked her what she wanted out of life, and she said that she wasn't ambitious, that she just wanted a quiet life where she had a little, little cottage and you know, didn't need much money, but was able to, you know, work a part-time job and get by without much. And it occurred to me that in order to have that, you actually need ambition. And I think the trap that many people who tell themselves, well, I'm not ambitious, the trap that they fall into is that ambition in order to get even a quietly good life because without the ambition you find yourself at the mercy of circumstances you find yourself without the ambition you find yourself working jobs that come with a price that have some part of them that isn't great and you find yourself living in places that come with a cost that might be cheap but you know have mold problems or sketchy neighbors or other things where essentially if you live don't have ambition, then you live with what is left after the people who have ambition have gotten what they want. And there are plenty of ambitious people who want a quiet, small, easy life. And I don't mean small in a derogatory sense. I mean, there are people who want that. And it's not that there's a finite amount of that, but, but there is a finite amount of good housing, say, in any given area. And what I've noticed is that being a good person that people like is, is not enough to create stable housing that lasts a long time. You've got to be willing to pay for it. And even when you pay for it, if you pay for it by being a tenant, say, and not actually having the ambition to own, then you're still at the mercy of the situation. And when it comes to work, being not an ambitious person isn't going to help you because as I've talked about in the past, you have to have the ambition 
to earn more year over year. Otherwise, your earning power gets chipped away and chipped away because no employer is going to give you the kind of raise that will keep your earning on par with inflation year over year. There might be some union job that maybe negotiates good enough raises, but that's not the case. But my guess is that the vast majority of the cases of the jobs that are out there require you to be ambitious and to push in various ways to increase your income. Otherwise, you get slowly eroded away by inflation over time. Now, I would argue that the that the best way to avoid that trap would be to sort of quietly have your own business. And that way you could be as ambitious or not ambitious as you wanted, instead of having to jump to someone else's tune. But that is an ambition. That's a big ambition. And so I think, you know, what I see in this friend and I told her this, quite frankly, I said, I think you need to re-examine this idea that you're, that I think you need to get ambitious. You need to embrace having ambition because what you just described is a worthy ambition. You know, a quiet, simple life is a tricky thing to create. It's an ambitious thing to create. Rich, powerful people crave it. People throughout history have sought it. So what makes you think that you can get there without ambition? And I think, so the problem going back to the sort of, the compromises that you end up with, with places to live and with work, when you don't have ambition, is that you're bumping along the bottom without much cushion and all it takes is one unlucky break to suck you down into a whirlpool of debt and complications. And the thing that keeps you buffered from that is having enough money to smooth over those waters. And you don't need a ton of money, but you do need enough money so that, you know, if, if you need to leave a job, you can leave a job without it being a crisis. You do need enough money so that you can afford to rent a place that doesn't come with health compromising or safety compromising compromises. And so the ambition, I would say, should be to figure out your financial situation, 
to the level that you can essentially buy the simple life. And you don't need to become rich to buy the simple life. But you do need more than just the idea that you don't need much. And this is a trap that I fell into as a young man. I thought, oh, I will, you know, buy some cheap, shitty house and fix it up and I'll just live on, you know, very small amount per year and I'll make everything I need and do without and I'll be happy because my ambition was to live the simple life, to live a simple, quiet life. And And I found that when I was living that, that it's full of stresses. When you don't have enough money to smooth over those things, life is stressful and it's not simple. And add in kids, add in getting older, add in health complications, things that everybody faces. And it's not simple. <coughs> and if, when things are good, you are not ambitious because you're thinking, ah, oh, things are good, you know, see, this is exactly, I succeeded. Then what you're doing is you're being the grasshopper in the story of the grasshopper and the ant, right? The grasshopper strums on his banjo, on his guitar, on his whatever, he plays his fiddle all summer and lounges around and the ant goes toiling past and toiling past and the grasshopper says, silly ant, you know, don't you know that life is short and it should be savored and you're, you're missing your opportunity to enjoy life and the ant just keeps doing their thing. And come winter, the grasshopper's screwed and the ant is fine. If things are going pretty well for you and you're resting on that as saying, see, you know, I don't need to be ambitious, things work out. Well, that's temporary. And if you're not building yourself a buffer for when things really go south, and you can build a buffer in many ways. It doesn't have to just be money. It can be reputationally. It can be a business that you're building up. It can be skills that you're developing. It can be generally growth in any sort of way will be a buffer. If you aren't building those things, then when the tides shift against you, and they will shift against you, whether you have kids or not, everyone gets old, everyone gets sick at some point, everybody has a pinch point when it comes to money. When the tide shifts against you, you will be struggling more than you would have had to. And so to all of you who are listening, who think, oh, this is a little close to the home, Emmett. This is, you're describing me. Well, I'd say then do something about it. The first thing that I would do about it is to examine where does that belief of you're not an ambitious person come from? And is it serving you? 
And when you recognize where it comes from and recognize that it is not serving you, you then need to ask yourself, why am I avoiding the idea of being ambitious? Right? And how can I embrace being ambitious in a way that is consonant with my values? That was a big thing for me. It didn't feel like being ambitious financially, career-wise. I was more okay with being ambitious career-wise than I was with being ambitious with money. But it was something I really struggled with. And it wasn't until I had to support our family myself, entirely myself, when my wife went back to school, that I realized that ambition is a tool. It's a tool that you use to get yourself to a better place. And it's not, doesn't come with a value label on it of it's good or bad. It's a tool. And you use your ambition to good ends and it is good for you. And you can be in charge of that. So go do that. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.